Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. I hope that everyone out there is doing well and feeling well today. I appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us in your office, your car, your living room, on the treadmill, or on a morning or evening stroll. (laughs) It's one of the beauties of listening to podcasts, right? They fit into convenient spaces in your everyday life, and I appreciate y'all toting me around with you. (laughs) This week, y'all, rather than shouting out the city, states, countries, and territories of our listeners, today I want to celebrate the fact that Bloggers and Friends podcast has listeners in 10 countries and territories, 116 cities, and 39 states inside and outside of the U.S. Like, let's just pause on that. Like, for real, right? I mean, I want to take a moment to really take that in. Your support and participation in this community is not lost on me. It's a really strong reminder of how connected we are as humans by our experiences, desires, values, hopes, and ambitions. I see you all, and I feel you all. (laughs) And as usual, my friends, I am so grateful. Really, I am. Blushes. (laughs) Well, now, look. It's here, y'all. We knew we were turning the corner a few episodes ago, but it's official now. It's fall. We here. (laughs) My sister recently sent uh, our group chat a notification that Hunter Boots were on sale. I shot her back a pic letting her know that I had already copped a pair for the fall season along with a classic pair of Docs. Say you're from the Northwest without saying you're from the Northwest. (laughs) We have been super lucky to hold on to some summer days that are hanging behind trying to keep the party going. I'm here for it. But thanks to our handy dandy mobile devices, we are able to look into our crystal balls, aka our weather apps, And see that the cool weather and rain are just rolling on in. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out how my sunshine-loving ass got here. (laughs) For real. (laughs) What I appreciate, though, is how life tends to slow down naturally. And y'all listen, okay? During these slower seasons, I want us to keep the same energy we gained throughout this pandemic in thinking about what is really important to us. Like what really and truly matters to us, right? Like what motivates you and why? And are those motivators things that add to the happiness and joy of your life and the life of your family? Or are those motivators just weights Society has placed on us to qualify us as men or women. Child. Y'all trying to dig into this with me today or not? <laughs> All right then. 
Let's do it. <laughs> Can someone, anyone, please show me the societal handbook that we are all required to complete before we can officially be certified in gender? I mean, <laughs> don't worry. I'll wait. Because I must have missed this document. This document that tells us that we have to work our fingers to the bone, both at work and at home, that we have to forego spontaneity because a task list runs our life, that we have to relinquish ourselves of the things that bring us joy and settle for the things that bring us like sporadic happiness, that we have to build that white picket fence at all costs in order to be deemed as achieving success, let me help you out here. <clears throat> I read the book of Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter, chapter School and Life, under article Bigger, sections Run the World Girls and Flawless. <laughs> and I saw nothing in there that stated such a thing. <laughs> Shoot. If Beyonce ain't said it, it ain't real. Girl. <laughs> Seriously, though, why do we do this to ourselves? What in the whole hell are we trying to prove to the world, to our loved ones, hell, to ourselves by running ourselves crazy? My whole mood these days is make time for the things that matter. Everything else, delegate. <laughs> This forces us to think about work-life balance, a system to resolve tasks, creating time and space to indulge in the experiences that bring us joy, and removing the things from your life that are distractions or that drink from your cup without filling that joint back up. You feel me? Sure do. <laughs> I'm going to leave men to speak about this from a male perspective. But I, as a woman, know many of other women who tie their worth as a woman to how much they do. Like, it makes them feel as though they are living up to the idea of what a woman is based on how much they can juggle or burden. I remember having a conversation with my mom um, one day, some, some years back, it was, it was many years ago, and she talked about how she used to tote all... Um, you know, me, my brothers and sisters to the store with her. She has six kids at that time. Um, and she felt prideful saying that she never had to ask for help to do that. I remember saying, yes, you did take us all with you, but you should not have had to all the time. I have thought about that convo many of times since then. Um, as it just made me continue to think about how in that generation, so many of the women were brought to believe that suffering or enduring hard times was uh, the acceptable norm and part of strength. As a young child, I used to um, fall asleep on the couch in our living room. And um, on some nights I would wake up at what seemed to be the middle of the night and my mother would be at the dining room table folding laundry um, or in the kitchen doing dishes. Um, some mornings she would drive to work and others she would take the bus, but I can't imagine that she was sleeping reasonably. 
she would come home, muster up the energy to figure out dinner for six opinionated kids, uh, talk school and field trips and whatever else, then send us all to our corners for bed. If get her done was a person. (laughs) I imagine we all know so many women like this. The middle of the night was probably the only time she could get time to herself. Imagine that. How many of y'all can relate? Likely lots. And I get it, right? Everyone has different means and different support. And we all do what we have to do in order to keep our lives and the lives of our families moving. But I think it's every parent's dream that our kids do better than we did, that our kids have it better than we did, Um, whatever that means, right? Whether it's around education, um, family planning, financial dealings, um, marriage, or protecting and nurturing the people and the things that matter most in life. I know that my mother would have given anything to be able to have a life where she could uh, have just focused on her kids without worry or distraction. I know that I'm always stumbling across the post, child. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But listen, uh, these internet streets every once in a while can give your girl life, okay? And y'all know like I know, Black Twitter never fails us. (laughs) I think we are definitely in a time where women are clear about their marching orders. And we are out here trying to support the communities of women with which we engage. And we are giving reminders to each other to be kind to yourself, to prioritize yourself, and to forget all that was taught to you in the societal handbook on what it means to be a woman, right? Especially that. (laughs) Remember when I said a few minutes ago that my mood is to make time for the things that matter most? Well, the post I saw captured my thoughts quite wonderfully. (laughs) It said, hey sis, hire a housekeeper. Take your car to get it cleaned. Order from Instacart. Do whatever you need to do in order to cut out time doing tasks. You're always serving. Let someone else serve you. We deserve it. Oh, come on now. So listen, whatever parts resonate with you, cool. I'm not claiming this to be a one size fits all. (laughs) I'm simply calling out the fact that we need to take the pressure off of ourselves to feel that we have to be the doers of everything in order to feel of value. It does not win you any stripes, awards, or medals, but it does end up costing you. It costs you valuable time that you can't ever get back. Time that can be spent with the people you love, in the places that you love, doing the things that you love. You feel me? The things that matter, right? I'm with you, sis. I would pay a little more for peace of mind, for relaxation, for time spared. I am no less of a woman because I am not the doer of all. (laughs) Matter of fact, I would like to think that I am a wealthier woman 
not by that with which a dollar can bring, but by where my time is spent and my focus is given. My life has simplified over the years, and I love that. I don't need the ego booster of people saying to me, I don't know how you do it. Matter of fact, I think that when we hear that, we need to kind of self-check and ask ourselves why we feel the need to be the one to do it all, right? Like, I don't know how I do it either. Let me think about that. Should I be doing it all? (laughs) If I can help it, right? (laughs) We already established in a previous episode that we are already superheroes, okay? We don't need to do the extra. We create and house whole humans in our bodies. Come on now. We have nothing to prove to anyone. I'm not obsessed with being the one to clean my house. I'm busy raising queens. I am okay with handing that task off to someone else. Child, please, who's with me on that shit? (laughs) When we talk about work-life balance, I know that this can be challenging for some since, shoot, we're working and living in a whole different time now. For a lot of people, our offices are in our home, right? Some are tucked away in a private room or den. Some are stationed at the kitchen bar or table. Some are planted in their living room. And some have set up shop in their bedrooms. This can make it so challenging to hit the end of the day and throw up the deuces. See ya. (laughs) So many of us find ourselves saying, just one more thing. Let me finish this so I don't have to come into it in the morning. Guilty. (laughs) At that time, we have already dishonored our own boundaries. It's important that we maintain the discipline of leaving when it's time to leave, right? And when we leave, we mentally and emotionally disconnect from work also. Easier said than done. I know. I know. Being in healthcare right now, y'all. Man, it's really, really hard not to take work home with you is we are in a turbulent environment, but it is necessary to figure out for yourself how to transition from on the clock, honey, to off the clock. Okay. (laughs) I have shared with my staff that one of the ways that I detach is by creating a routine. Okay, okay, I know, I know. Probably no shock to those of you who know how I roll. (laughs) Routine, who would have (laughs) guessed? But when I walk out of the door of the office, I call my oldest daughter who lives in Georgia. This allows me to use the drive home to leave work both physically and emotionally and moves me automatically into a space of love and laughter and creates this effortless transition. This is what works for me. But of course, it can be something different for everyone. All I'm encouraging is that you create some kind of transition, right? Whether that be a workout, um, a walk, a run, right? Uh, Meditation, reading, or honey, turning your favorite playlist all of the way up, honey, and dancing until your heart is content, right? (laughs) We have to be intentional about the life that we are wanting for ourselves. It was easy to have the come to Jesus moment in the middle of the pandemic. We're still in the middle of the pandemic. What? 
<laughs> but where are you now? Are you moving with that same energy? I mean, it's a question. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. We can't forget those raw feelings and desires that we connected to within ourselves throughout this pandemic. Don't go numb. Don't be blinded by the distractions. We all have a lot of work to do when it comes to freeing ourselves from the bounds of society's expectations. But be guided by the truth that you heard in stillness. Being a woman looks and feels different for everyone, right? That is the beauty of womanhood. We should all feel empowered by the fact that we can be unique in our own womanhood and not be any less of a woman. Our strength is in our ability to nurture community. Our strength is in our vulnerability. Our strength is in our resistance. Our strength is in our ability to be in control of our lives, our bodies, hello, our choices, and our joy. Throw the task list away, y'all. Delegate, friends. Give your attention to the things that matter most in life. It's a mood. Beyonce told y'all. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.